Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS Podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What is going on, everybody? John Impemba here with Mark Pitts, bringing you another edition of the MLB DFS Playbook Podcast here on the Better Sports and Fantasy Alarm Network. Uh, talking about Thursday's five-game slate, just a small five-gamer here, Mark, but... Despite it being five games, we do have Coors Field on the slate with the Giants going into Colorado here. So uh, some pretty chalky expectations likely when it comes to the hitters we use on an already small slate. Before we do dump into the DraftKings main slate tonight, uh, shout out to our friends over at RT Sports. Go to rtsports.com slash alarm. Promo code alarm23. New users get a 100% deposit match with their first deposit. Take part in their DFS pick games or their fantasy football and fantasy baseball DFS contests that they have going on live every day along the way mark how you doing my friend doing great john how you doing i'm doing good i'm doing good we got a little five gamer here to talk about man how you feeling about it uh i like that it has cores so we can immediately pick some bats but pitching is kind of tough i don't love any of them and i don't hate most of them so I already don't have a bias on who I'd want to use. Yeah, I will say that for a five-game slate, some days you get awesome slates, some days you get terrible slates. This one feels like one of those not good, not great situations here. Yeah. Um, I I mean, there's already a wild card with Nathan Ivaldi. Yes. Who... So Ivaldi so is $9,800. Um, he has not been good. They used um, as like an opener, and then they had a reliever come in. I I don't think you touched that with a ten foot pole going up against Toronto. You have Kevin Gossin as your top price guy. He's been pretty dominant, uh, but always scary running up against Texas. He did face Texas earlier this year, six innings, one earned, four strikeouts. Uh, if you can find yourself getting there, that's that's fine. Again, he's eleven K. I think we're going to try to find some bats. We'll see what San Francisco's price is going into cores. But it, for me, it's kind of like this next four starters are super interesting. Kyle Bradish against Tampa Bay. Uh, Bradish has been very good. Maybe one of the breakout pitchers in baseball this season for Baltimore, really out of nowhere. Last 10 starts, 2-6 ERA, 66 strikeouts, and 61 innings for him here. He's faced Tampa Bay twice already. Uh, just four earned allowed and 11 innings, 13 strikeouts. He's at home, uh, which is a pitcher's park here. Um, 226 ERA at home for Kyle Bradish. So $9,400, feeling pretty good about Kyle Bradish. You have Aaron Savali on the opposite side of that matchup. Savali uh, has continued to pitch well since that trade over to Tampa Bay. He's now got an under three ERA. Logan Webb in course. Logan Webb is an elite starting pitcher. He's actually being a depressed price tag. A guy that we've paid 9 and 10 k for this year, but now that he's in course, he's under 9 k Three starts against Colorado this season. He's allowed a total of four earned runs in 20 innings at $8,800. Then Kenton Mayed is under 8K. Favorable spot against the White Sox. Some recent troubles for him with the home run ball, uh, but largely been pretty good uh, for most of this year, except for, again, the recent run here. So for me, I'm living really in the next four starting pitchers here, Mark. Yeah, I think Bradish is the best one. I mean, the Rays are just not the Rays they were in the first half of the season. Yeah, I mean, they don't have Wander. Um, and his strikeouts have been there, 9, 6, 8, 8, 7. Um, I love that. And Webb, I mean, it, it's scary in cores, but the Rockies are terrible. Yes. They've been terrible. They're going to continue to be terrible. And it's not a bad price. Uh, Maeda, I mean, his strikeouts have not been there. The last three starts, 2, 3, 3. Yeah. 
And the White Sox are like, it's it's hit or miss with them. They either do nothing or they, they hang 10. And with these home run uh, home runs allowed, I mean, I'm very hesitant to, to roster him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, listen, he's a lot of home run trying to like quickly scan here. This looks like 10 straight games, right? <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's been a lot. Now he's, had, now he's had some very good production in some of those games. Like some of these home runs are just solo shots, but lately the last four starts, last five starts for him rather – have been pretty tough. Now, you mentioned the strikeout numbers. To, to be fair to him, the Mets, the Rangers, and the, and the Guardians don't strike out a lot. So, um, you know, some low numbers fair. there may be expected. But, you know, Detroit, Milwaukee getting tagged for three runs, a couple of home runs allowed. So, definitely a really tough stretch uh, for him. He was, he's, but he's been also a lot better on the road. 3-4 ERA versus 6 on, at, uh, at home this year. So, um, you know, interesting for tournaments. Again, on a small slate, I'm probably going to mix and match those four. Um, I'll definitely take the discount on on Logan Webb here. When we get below Caleb Murphy's trash, Michael King will probably be an opener for the Yankees here. Chase Anderson has allowed 44 runs over his last 10 starts. That's gross. And he's is that a- is that good? No, no. <laughs> uh, and then Jose Urena, I thought was dead, uh, but he's not. He's got an 8-4 ERA on the year. He's 5K. Uh, nothing I want anything to do with here. Um, an eight ERA over his last six outings. And his home outings. runs, two, 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 two. He's, all, he's allowing two a game. Nine homers allowed in six starts this year. So, like. It, it was April, but I can't imagine he's figured it out. Can't imagine he's figured it out. That would be uh, most likely accurate. Um, and you have Minnesota, who home run galore, right? They just, they bombs away from Minnesota. Uh, this is a twins show here, Mark, as you know. So. Uh, 100%. We're, we're definitely in on that. So. Uh, again, when it comes to pitching for me personally, it's I go Bradish to Maeda here. Uh, I'll mix and match. My favorites are Bradish and Webb. Yeah, I mean, I do like Gossman a lot. The yeah, I'm are curious great. if we can get to him. If we can get to him on a price with the with the, we'll see how the, the positionals go here. But getting in the the course pricing, maybe we can fit in an 11k starter. But um, I, I'll, I'll live in the mid range. Yeah, I mean, I think if I'm doing a three max, like he'll be in one. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. He's not uh, a walk. Moving on over to the infield position here, uh, you know we can we can highlight catcher individually if you'd like. But uh, where are you tending to find yourself looking to spend up for when it comes to the infield positions? I mean, if you want to consider forty one hundred spending up, uh, the first name first name that jumped out was Lamonte Wade. Sure, uh, in cores against uh, forty four runs in forty one innings. Yeah, so Chase that, Anderson. Yeah, yeah, not great. Yeah, and Wade's a lefty. I mean. Perfect spot. Yeah. Wilmer Flores at the forty nine hundred, so the cores bump is real for uh, for the for at least at the very least for Wilmer here. Do they uh, do they play them both? Uh, they do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I like both of them. Uh, I'm trying to see what uh, Chase Anderson's numbers are against left handed hitters. Uh, not good. Five forty five slug, four hundred woba, two ninety five batting average against. So uh, feels like a wheels up spot. Uh, two point three home runs allowed by Chase Anderson to lefties as well. So. Uh, definitely in uh, on some Lamonte Wade. I mentioned I could get to Wilmer Flores for sure. Uh, Costas is always hot at $4,400. Could see myself uh, finding some range to him as well. Um, Kirilov against Urena is $3,100. I, I, I know he's struggled since coming back into their lineup. Uh, it's only been a handful of games since being taken off the IL. Um, but I, I feel obligated to get some twins in my in my lineups today. I'm kind of interested in some Yankees too. I mean, usually don't look to play them, despite them having some like Aaron Judge on the team. But sure. 
they get a lefty, which is their better split. And are they going to sweep the series? I mean, it looks like they're going to, right? Didn't they yeah, win the last right. two? Yeah. Three? So, I mean, Glaber Torres, 4,500. Yeah, and Murphy, Murphy was not very good. He got uh, After his last start against the Dodgers, got sent down. Uh, so he's getting kind of called up to make this spot start here. I agree with you. Uh, could get some love here. Uh, you know, Gliber and that crew uh, going up against uh, Caleb Murphy here. That's a, that's a pretty good shout-out by you. Uh, Estrada's 5K. Uh, again, if you want to figure out ways to spend up, uh, Polanco and Julian, 44 and 39, both second base eligible for Minnesota. Yeah, I like both of those. And then uh, – I mean, I'm not playing Evaldi. I don't know how much I would attack him, but uh, even though his better splits are against lefties, I'd still I'd still probably play Schneider at uh, 53 if I'm spending up. Yeah, 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 for sure. And they have um, again, we don't know how long Evaldi's even going to be out there. He's only pitched a couple right. of innings in the last two outings. He he goes three. They put the bullpen in. You know, and, and you're you're in a different spots uh, for situation. Right. He's only thrown 47 pitches, so maybe he throws 50 or 60, but. You know, maybe he doesn't. Yeah. Uh, for some value plays, I think Andy Volpe against Murphy is pretty good. He has good numbers against lefties. He's, um, you know, he's only hitting 210 on the year and 100 over the last 10 games. So, you know, kind of block that out and just trust that Caleb Murphy hasn't been very good and Volpe's been good versus lefties. Uh, maybe he comes through in the mid-range. Uh, any value plays for you in the infield? Uh, Kevin Biggio. I mean, yeah. lefty, don't really trust Evaldi. And like we said, we don't know how long he's going to be in there. So, thirty-one hundred. He's uh, third base and outfield, so you could put him either. I like that call uh, as well. I'm trying to see if we have any other just kind of like notable spend downs here at these positions. Catcher probably has some options for us. Um, let's see. Uh, Patrick Bailey's thirty-one hundred dollars. Um, we'll see if he is the one that gets the start. It's him. Uh, is Joey Bart back? Joey Bart was optioned. Okay, so not Bart. So either him or Blake Stable will be a catcher. Jeffers has some power at 36. Yeah. Uh, so could take a peek, take a peek there. Let's see. Any other shortstops? Uh, if Sedan Raffaello plays, he's played this whole series, uh, probably finds his way in there. Um, do they call up Marco? So Luciano's in. Uh, no, they sent him down to AAA. So, no. Yeah, I guess for five games slate, you know, you're kind of sometimes kind of just like clicking around, seeing like, was anybody gonna pop for me here? And there really hasn't been too much of that. So let's move on over to the outfield then. <clears throat> Aaron Judge is your top price guy at 63. You have Lewis Robert at 57. Um, you know, is your top two price outfielders. Uh, anybody for you sticking out at the top? Uh, I mean, I play Judge. I have no problem playing Judge. Uh, sure. I mean, Luis Robert, given how many home runs my eight has given up. And then uh, after that, I'm just jumping right down to Nolan Jones, 4,900. Yeah, yeah I like Old Boy, but Nolan Jones has been really, really good. Yeah. Hard to, hard to fight that one for sure. Um, getting in the cores, I mean, Jock Peterson is here uh, at 48. You have Yaz at 44, Hanager 43. Uh, again, I, I am willing just to stack against Anderson. You're getting the outfield uh, at some de- decent um, cost percentages there. I might, I might even play Stanton, which, I mean, he's he either does, hits a home run or he does nothing. Yes, he gets I was a walk. Say, so possibly, possibly some risk. Kepler is four K. I don't mind that for some power. And then Walner is thirty three hundred. Again, I know recent numbers for these guys aren't aren't that great. Walner did homer yesterday. Um, you know, so for for some potential value, 
uh, on the slate. We have Wyler Brayu who started for the Red Sox on uh, Tuesday. Oh, sorry, Wednesday slate here. Uh, Weiler is priced out at $3,300 as well. Like uh, so some value. Any other value outfielders for you? Uh, I mean, would you play the Blue Jays? Would you attack? Yeah, Evaldi, yeah. I don't mind going against Evaldi. Again, I just don't know how long he's going to be in the games. Then you're getting Texas's bullpen, which has been – like some guys have been okay. So, yeah, I don't I don't hate it. So I would throw a – throw Varsha out there, but – Sure. He hasn't been – I mean, he's had one hit in the last, whatever, six games. But I just – I have no confidence in Evaldi. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, ben Attendi, again, a guy that, uh, you know, we haven't used a ton of. But if you're worried about Maeda giving home runs, Ben Attendi's 33. Eloy's uh, 4K. Larnock? Out there. Throw, oh, wait, he hasn't played. Scratch that. Uh, let's see. They sent down Colas. That's probably it. All right, let's build a lineup. Let's build a lineup for the folks here. Uh, is Aaron Hicks back? Uh, Hicks. He's got – 27. He's got like he is. He is bad. three yeah. multi-hit games in the last four. Really good. Really good. Good call out there. Yeah, really, I mean, I like Savali a lot, but in a small slate, got to get different. Got to get different. I agree. Um, I think we're plugging in Bradish. And then what did you want to do for your SP2? Uh, I'd say just go Savali. Okay. You want to go back to they're, – they're going up against each other. You want to go there? Oh right, well, let's go web. Let's go web. Yeah, let's go web. All right, thirty nine hundred to play. Um, let's see where we, where can we find some value here? Uh, uh, wow, Lamonte Wade was forty one. Let's see. Oh, Volpe was our value shortstop at thirty eight. You said Yaz, right? Yeah, Yaz. I think is a pretty good spot. Um, I mean, I like Kepler. Yeah, Kepler's good. Uh, let's see. So that's thirty eight eighty seven. I mean, Hicks is pretty cheap. I wouldn't mind getting that. Just I mean, try, I to, love try it, but... to find some like super cheap value on the slate here. Um, it might be. It might honestly just be Hicks. So Hicks is twenty seven. That gives us forty two. The catcher. They go Sayball or Anderson here. Who's playing more? Uh, Blake Sayball is probably the guy. That's thirty-eight. So we have a forty-five hundred for second and third baseman here. Uh, and we have three already. So we could go Estrada, and then go for a mid-tier third baseman, or I like uh, that. Yeah, he's been pretty good. Or we go. We if we don't go Estrada, we go Planco or Julian, and then third base we could. Maybe spend up, or we go Royce Lewis at third. Um, do that. 41. Yeah, that would give us Julian. Julian? Yeah. A little Minnesota stack, a couple of Giants and cores. We got a one-off Aaron Hicks and one-off Anthony Volpe. Uh, Bradish and Logan Webb with 200 bucks left over, man. I love it. I mean, we got to rep the Twins no matter what. Yeah, got to get Twins. We got to get cores. It's a five-game slate. Uh, we'll have the full playbook out. I think I'm on but question mark. Uh, I make the schedule. You think I know these things, but <laughs> I don't. I'll check after the show. Be on the lookout for again five games. Get us in Discord if you have any questions. Uh, Kobe, Kobe Conway and myself will be back live at 5 o'clock Houston with the live stream. Good luck, everybody.